0: And how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code repub 10 0 That's R-E-P.
1: You're listening to Real Talk Radio, only on the Republic Broadcasting Network.
2: The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town Like a cancer that's silently spreading There's an unspoken fear We're on our way down We must eat Mary yeah. <laughs> Main Street Wall Street City a little bit
3: more
1: Hello, patriots Patriot and W <laughs> dividers. I'm broadcasting today, tonight, this evening, like I do every week from my home studio in downtown Belfont, Pennsylvania. I'm your Thursday host here on the National Intel Report on Republic Broadcasting Network and Liberty Lighthouse and all the other places that you can find it. I'm Peter Seraphie,
2: A man, a legend with What's a great it? beard. With the greatest beard in radio. This guy
1: is the sweetest, nicest, most gentlest person you've ever met in your life.
4: The man's really insightful and pretty freaking smart.
5: With wit, sharp like safety scissors.
6: I would I would walk over hot coals for this guy.
4: With that golden voice behind the microphone.
5: He's got a big, fat, juicy, beautiful brain. The Nostradamus of political prognostication. Your host. Peter Seraphine.
1: Remember, everybody, free speech is not
3: free. And support this free speech network, no matter what network you're listening to or watching from. Support it. Help them out. Buy their
1: merchandise. Visit their sponsors. Donate if you can. Whatever you can do to help keep free speech alive. You can contact me, contact the show by calling in on the phone line. That will be open in just a second at 512-248-8252 or 800-313-9443. You can also email me at libertylighthouse1776 at gmail.com. Or if you go to liberty-lighthouse.com, you can click the chat button there. We uh, we've got in the second hour of tonight's show. Yes, this is a two-hour broadcast filled with your phone calls because you're smarter than I am. Uh, in the second hour, we got Dr. Jen Van de Water from the wellness company. Going to come tell us a little bit more about what's going on over there. But first, I want to talk about um, well scams and you know the, the the different government scams that have been hoisted upon us over the last few decades. And there's a whole lot of them. So I'm going to leave it up to you as the callers to decide which of the scams we spend what how much time on. So we've got the whole education system scam. The the our complete monetary system is a scam now. Medical and healthcare scam, education and student loan scam, land and property and who really owns whatever scams and and justice. Like our complete justice system is a scam at this point. And the Department of Defense is turning into a pretty big scam, too. And, and taxation, right? IRS and taxation is nothing but a scam anymore. So you get to weigh in. Which of these scams do you want to spend the most time on, and how can you contribute? Phone line open at 512-248-8252 or 800-313-9443 for that toll-free option. Now let's start out with the education one, just because, well, it's the first one I wrote down in my notes be honest i'm lazy i don't want to have to turn pages so education at this point is is completely a scam uh what are we really teaching kids anymore we spend more money per pupil on k through 12 education than any country except i think like norway or sweden or something there's like one scandinavian country on the planet that spends more money than we do per per pupil on education But yet, we keep falling further and further down the ranks.
3: And education, well, we all know it, it's it's not education anymore, it's indoctrination. And
1: it's perfectly clear. Anybody, I don't care what your political leanings are,
3: if you're a complete liberal, progressive whatever, if you try to just try to look at education objectively you have to
1: admit it's indoctrination have to so we spend more money than you know every country on the planet except one and we keep sliding further and further down the rankings of kids you know what they understand and know when they graduate high school and just recently a study came
3: out that for the first time since the beginning of the the study people have gotten dumber in the united states that's never happened before as long as the study has been
1: conducted people have gotten typically on average a couple of points smarter using an iq test but now we're going the other way
3: now we've we've
1: gone completely woke in our education system we don't teach people you know how to sign in cursive reader or write cursive scripted language anymore but we want to talk about you know gender stuff to elementary school kids and you know pronouns proper pronouns that's that's really really important um far more important than reading writing and arithmetic which reminds me slight sidebar here I forgot I wanted to say at the beginning of the show little sidebar next week I've got a gentleman going to join us in the show who has developed what he says is is a breakthrough methodology of teaching algebra and therefore teaching critical thinking something that we seem to be dramatically dramatically deficient in in this country lately so I'm I'm really looking forward to that conversation that'll be next week in the second hour and the the program is called Algebra Victory if you want to look it up and yeah okay so where was I so we've got the Department of Education at the federal level which the history of the Department of Education I mean it was created in the 1860s as a way to just kind of gauge where our country was. They were basically just supposed to collect
3: data and figure out where we were as far as education. And within just a few
1: years, Congress decided that the Department of Education did not need to be a cabinet-level department. In fact, the 19 what was it no The 18th century scholars 19th century scholars 19th century congressmen decided that hmm uh there's no reason for a cabinet level department of education
3: and it would they feared that it would have too much power <laughs> really so politicians
1: at one point actually worried about how much power a government
3: agency could have. Shocking. That doesn't, you don't hear that anymore. Anyway, so the the first
1: cabinet-level Department of Education was demoted to the Office of Education, stripped of its cabinet-level
3: prestige. And it stayed that way. It stayed that way for a hundred years.
1: Meaning, for a hundred years, our education system in this country was handled entirely by states, locals, and charity. But then, 1979, Mr. Jimmy Carter signs the bill or resolution, whatever, that created the Federal Department of Education, which came into effect in
3: 1980 under president ronald reagan so you would think with all that additional money and all
1: those additional resources of having the power of the federal government and a cabinet level position and and a full department behind them that the education in the united states would have skyrocketed
3: and become the best in the world far above and beyond anything else but exactly the opposite happened. Ever since 1980, we've been falling
1: lower and lower and lower in the rankings amongst developed
3: nations. Our students don't, uh, well, they don't learn what they're supposed to be learning in elementary school and high school anymore. And people are starting to wake up to that we had all of the
1: uh what are they the domestic terrorist parents that came about right all the parents that stood up against the woke agenda in in local school boards that the current presidential administration and all of his lackeys
3: labeled as domestic terrorists so the education scam is this the federal department of education takes a ridiculous amount of money from our federal taxes and then divvies
1: it back out and gets involved in tons of things that they shouldn't be involved in at all i i don't i still don't understand why we
3: have schools feeding breakfast and evening meals to children Lunch? Sure. You're going to keep the kid there all day long? Yeah, you got to give him lunch. But breakfast? that That's the parent's job. Oh, therein lies the problem. the It's the parent's job. But according to many of the people in charge of this stuff today, well, parents aren't qualified. We don't want school choice because parents might choose the wrong school so we're just gonna keep them forced to go to the same public school that's already failing the public school that i started this conversation with that gets more money per student than any other western
1: western country any other civilized country on the planet save one
3: but kindergarten through Uh, High school, well, that's not enough. That's not enough power. That's not enough money in the education scam. We've got to add in there college now, right? When did college, when did the, the rising cost
1: of a college education jump leaps and bounds
3: ahead of the rising cost of inflation? Well, I'll give you a hint, student loans. Right when the federal government took over the student loan program is when the cost of college started to outpace inflation by hundreds of percent. Because money from the federal government, well, that's guaranteed money, right? That's
1: the, the, the college can, can count on that money. They don't have to do
3: anything for it. They don't have to compete. They don't have to become a better university. That's money robbed from you and I and then given to schools. So you would think that college would have gotten cheaper. I mean, if they're getting more money
1: from the federal government, let alone your state money that's going, if it's a state-affiliated
3: school or state university, but tuition doesn't get cheaper. Tuition, well, it never gets cheaper. Instead, well, now we we just got to, we've got to build hockey rinks and football stadiums and bigger campuses and bigger labs. All while not teaching anymore. And what we are teaching isn't, isn't a, classical usable education so think about how much money our federal government takes from you and I and then gives to colleges high schools elementary schools at oh wait head start because at some
1: point you know the 12 years of first through 12th grade that wasn't enough of a indoctrination that wasn't enough
3: time for the government to have your child under their thumb we had to add a head start preschool program
1: again under the guise of well they'll be smarter children if we start
3: them earlier but in reality it's not in reality like i just said at the beginning for the first time in history the average intelligence of our young people has gone down never done before so can anybody justify the education scam that it is today what about when colleges and universities and even elementary schools when when they were done by churches and they were charity organizations when they that's when we were the best in the world hmm it's almost like the education system that is, that we have created in this country is proof that the uh Well, proof that the free market does it better. Well, I want to say thank you to Sarah for
1: going through and sharing out all of the video feeds. If you're listening to the show, but you'd like to see my ugly face, and I don't know why you would, but sometimes I have attractive guests that you might want to look on. But if you want to watch the video version of the show, you can find it on my YouTube and Facebook page, as well as the Republic Broadcasting YouTube and Facebook page. And then my Twitch and Twitter and DLive, if you want to know where to find it, just call me, text me, email me. I'll send you links or whatever, just in case. But I recommend going to the Republic Broadcasting YouTube page while it's still there. Because pretty soon, sooner or later, I'm going to say something
3: and uh, we're going to get that one shut down again. Because, you know, it's YouTube. That's one of those things. That's That, to
1: me, the censorship stuff that goes on, well, that's all a byproduct of our failed education scam. See, the United States was unique. We're the great experiment of a nation because we were founded on the idea that government is there to protect our rights. The primary goal, as stated in the Declaration of Independence,
3: primary goal of government is to protect our rights. That's not how young people today see government at all. The small, limited-power government of our ancestors is gone. But and that's where we are. I think that's enough on the education system. We're going to talk about education
1: next week a lot more, so uh, I don't want to beat on it too much. Let's talk about a sponsor. Well, you have thousands of choices when you go out and you select the firearm that you want to use to uh, protect yourself and your family and those around you. You have thousands of choices of your firearms, but there really is only one choice when it comes to the most affordable legal defense for you, the firearms owner. Right to bear is that one choice. Get access to a 24-7, 24 hours a day, seven days a week hotline that's answered by attorneys. Get your civil defense and your criminal defense. Get expert witnesses if you need them. Even get your gun replaced if it's confiscated after a self-defense use. So the already most affordable plan out there, right to Bear, you can, save, you can save more. You can save an extra 10% off of that if you use code Lighthouse at ProtectWithBear.com. I'm a member, and if you own a firearm, you should be too. Use code Lighthouse at ProtectWithBear.com. We got our first caller of the evening, Andrea in Oklahoma. Welcome to National Intel Report.
4: Yes, hello. Um, I don't think, uh, uh, I. depending on how many people in Congress or what they really, I would assume they all know about <clears throat> COVID and what's really in the shot, but, you know, they've just passed bills that they're going to be giving children or young children uh, before they can enter school, the COVID shot, and a lot of them are dying immediately, and then they're they're adding another booster in there. So they're trying, they don't care about the children of America. They're trying to wipe them out, considering you know what's in the COVID shot, and that they've had these scientists that use them on animals and, and all, almost cried at the beginning whenever they, Americans were going the second shot, that, Uh, was saying on on RBN, uh, this has been about a year ago, that um, they knew that all the animals died that took it. Everything died. So they don't care about our people, the people, we the people, the children of this nation. They can be dumb as, you know, cardboard. They're killing them. Their intention is to kill us. They don't care about us. They're going to take everything from us and leave us like a lot of Oklahomans are homeless. And a lot of them have frozen here in the last couple of months because it's been so freaking cold. It's been in the 20s and teens at night and... uh, a child woke up the next morning. At, most, both her mom and dad had passed away during the night, but they didn't. They were homeless. They were sleeping out, were, you know, play in 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 a park under some trees. It's they don't care until they have done. They have declared war on us with shutting down the pipeline, killing the animals uh it, you just name it the letting all these people in it, it i don't know what they have planned for the people it, when they do finally rise up but just remember those powers in new york turned to ash they have some kind of weapon out there that i'm thinking they're just dying to use but they want to be able to use it, use it justified so the whole world doesn't because all this stuff, they are doing everything they can to poke you, prod you, to get you
1: to rise up. It, it um, seems to be. And it's, it's clear that they don't care. I'm not going to go as far as to say that the people in our government are trying to kill us. Although that does make sense. If you, I call like my I call representatives after a,
4: a show of RBN almost weekly. Because I don't feel as though calling the show is doing any good it just sounds like i'm ranting on i'd rather call somebody in washington i know that they hear me just ranting on but i'd rather be a a spur in their saddle rather than RBN's. i, I want them to hear my unhappiness and i oh, think well, everybody I else should burn the phones up in washington too just calling them and letting them know how the cow ate cabbage because this is just heinous it's it's outright genocide what's happening to our country and that we are sitting on our hands thinking that something's gonna happen that somebody's gonna care about us in washington when it doesn't seem like they do so
1: that's yeah. I, I thank you for your time well Bye. thank you very much for your call and i completely agree it it is much more productive of you to call uh... Call your elected representatives, whoever they are, and and scream at them. I'll I'll start putting the phone number on on the screen every day and give it out on air every every week when I'm on air if that helps you, uh, encourages you to call. Calling me and calling the show, I love to hear from you. I like the conversations. Like I said at the beginning, many of you are smarter than me, so it's, it's great to hear from you. But um, I can't change it. Hopefully, the other people listening are hearing it, too. And, you know, enough of us call Washington. We might get something done. I hear music. It is break time. we back in about three minutes. I got Dave in Nevada on the whole. It's you right now from the other side of the screen.
7: Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ-4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel we make pigs fly. Cows too.
8: Ease off LLC 179326419. Tune in
5: Saturday mornings 8 to 10 Central. To the Alternative Media with your host, Farron, if you're not listening, this is some of what you've been missing. 2,000 mules,
0: like you like, you like to say occasionally, Farron, in your face. They, they, they might have a, a set of lactating mammaries available that could provide milk for their adopt children.
4: Listen, news media, all pulling off this gigantic fraud.
0: Rhino neocon cups.
4: There's this
6: wonderful thing it's called vote with your feet. move to California.
4: I am conspiracy factualist and everyone else is reality theorist. Hundreds, if not thousands, of ships came out of nowhere. Give me liberty or let's give you death.
2: Any excuse to go in and kill yourself for this, this, this fraud of a government. This
6: goes
4: back a hundred years. When they come for your gold, give them a lead. And when they come for your guns, give them the bullets first. And God help us all.
9: Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free and our strength quality controls plus testing for heavy metals makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change. with freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters.
7: Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN.
9: Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Today
4: it's gonna be the day that
1: they're gonna throw it back to you by now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do i don't believe that anybody I do a good job of picking music thank you very much welcome back to the show i'm peter seraphine your thursday host here on national intel report uh it was uh, who was i just talking to andrea in oklahoma she brought up about the covid shot how we all know what's in it how bad it is i looked up the, the recommended vaccine schedules from the 1940s up through, I think it's 2015. And just coincidentally, we have a doctor of pharmacology, Dr. Jen Vandewater, about to join us. I'd love to hear her opinion about this. Welcome to the show, Doc.
10: Hi, Peter, great Good to be with you again.
1: So we just had a caller who was talking specifically about the vaccine, the COVID vaccine, and how we as a nation, um are, are pushing it upon our children and it, I didn't even get time we got cut off by the break but I was gonna be like we're one of the few countries that's that's even allowing it for children and that struck in my head how many vaccines we give and um in in my little diagram here um, I unfortunately I can't make it big enough but in in the 1940s it was four four vaccines three of them given together in one shot so it was two shots that were recommended by the 1970s it was uh was that three six nine vaccines but it was three shots by 2015 we're up to 69 doses and 49 of those are recommended before the age of six wow am i crazy or is that just wrong
10: that's that's i don't even have words i'm like stumped that the number is as high as it is um being a child that kind of grew up in the 80s you know i kind of was at the lower end of the the vaccine spectrum but i will say in order to go to college i had to get all these vaccines and you know what's interesting i wasn't boarding at college i actually stayed at home but they still actually required me to get a lot of vaccines that you would have to get to be boarding at the college, you know, actually re- dorming in the dorms. So it's interesting to see that the number's gone up even more since then. Um, just to put a question, are we not seeing unhealthier children with that number of vaccines going up? I mean, does it not have people questioning I mean, I'm seeing um, more and more kids with uh, terminal-like illnesses uh, that they're developing younger and younger, and even people having uh, complications and comorbidities into their teens and early 20s. Uh, we're seeing a lot of women and men even struggle with fertility. I mean, these are things we're seeing. Are are people not putting the connection together that it's it's being rolled out into a you know, oh, we're preventing something, but it makes me question: what really are we preventing?
1: Well, let's let's look at this, okay? So, by by the late nineteen forties, we had uh, smallpox, tetanus, diphtheria, and pertussis were were the four recommended vaccines. Now, so prior to that, it was obviously three or less. And wait, prior to that, cancer was almost unheard of. Yeah. Hmm you know, I grew up in the eighties as well. I never met, I lived in, I went to school in two different States. I went to like 15 different schools and I don't remember ever meeting a kid that was allergic to peanuts. Right. And now, now if you take a peanut butter cup to an elementary school, you're, you're tackled, like you brought in a gun.
10: You're right. And you know what else? So it's not even just peanut allergies. So I have just questioning and talking to people after, you know, my wake up in 2020 and questioning previous things. And the vaccine has been something I've questioned. I do not have any hard evidence. It's just what I'm seeing as a doctor or pharmacy, what I'm seeing around me. So I started questioning people and asking questions. And what I found out was that those who um, were asthmatic and started at a very young age having asthma, they had high um, food allergy sensitivities. So people with asthma were having actually more allergies to foods like and to antibiotics. So here we have this population, and these were young folks in their 20s just asking questions, asthmatic, allergic to foods and strange foods, avocados, strawberries. I mean, these are things we need, right? Uh, very weird food allergies and food sensitivities, And then they were very highly allergic to antibiotics. And so for me as the pharmacist at the pharmacy counter, when I would have people come in, I start asking questions. Oh, you're allergic to an antibiotic? Well, are you asthmatic? Oh, yes, I am. Oh, are you allergic to certain foods? Oh, I'm allergic to a lot of foods. I have to watch everything I eat and products I use. So again, it makes you wonder, was that stemming from a lot of the increases in childhood vaccines? I mean, again, it's just... What really are in these shots? I don't know. I just have to question it and put it out there. I don't know. Would I get another one? No, definitely not, because I I just don't trust it. And I don't know what's what's truth and what's not truth. But that's another, you know, you bring up peanut allergies. It's just great thing to I saw and ask questions. Those are the things I saw in common.
1: It's it's really funny to me. I mean, I have said since I started broadcasting and started writing and doing any of this stuff, government does nothing effectively or efficiently and if you look at anything that government is involved in the more they're involved the more of a failure it is i just spent the first half hour talking about the american education system and how prior to 1980 when the federal department of education showed up we had the best schools in the world and now we are quickly falling further and further down in those ranks even though we spend more money than every other country out there except one it again the the somebody in government identifies a perceived problem or a potential problem and then they throw all of their power and money behind it and they make it worse and then of course that means they have to put more power and money behind it which makes it worse and you know um not enough kids were going to college so we got to we've got to take over the student loan programs going back to the housing bubble well there there's no equity in home ownership you've got to lower the standards so that you know people of color can buy houses and oh look the housing bubble and then the housing failure Mm Government involvement is just bad yeah. in almost all levels.
10: It is true. But anyway. and I totally agree. We need to get back to local and community and not the big, big government. So when you, put, exactly. when you put big in front of any word, big agriculture, big education, you know, big pharma, big medicine, we know there's a problem. It needs to get back to community level. at And that's on all fronts. All pillars of society needs to go back to local where you have local, you know, medicine man or woman that can help the community. Like back in the day where the provider came to the house and actually sat there with the family and knew. And then guess what? If The family couldn't afford it, they bartered. I mean, how about that? You know, it was like bartering should come back. We really need to get back to a simpler way and not looking to government to rescue us because government isn't there to rescue us. Government is there to create the problem and give us a false solution where we then become enslaved and entrapped into their their game and we're playing it by their rules and we've lost sight of who we are as a society, as as a people.
1: I knew I liked you. <laughs> um, we jumped right in here. I didn't really give you a proper introduction, everybody. This is Dr. Jen Vandewater from uh, the Wellness mm-hmm. Company. And well tell us what's going on at the wellness company. I, I saw some emails come through of some new stuff going on over in your neck of the woods. So please share.
10: Yeah. We have so much going on. We have a new program. I think I mentioned the last time I was on with you briefly, the allergy free. Um, that is amazing. A lot of people are really excited to start that, especially with allergy season coming up. And just speaking of allergies that we talk about, it does not help with food allergies, but if you have ragweed dust, uh, mold, mildew. It's a good program, check us out. It's uh, shot free. So it's um, all about sublingual uh, drops. We have a product. A lot of people are concerned right now. And the big thing in the news is the uh, spike proteins. Everyone's asking about what they can do to protect themselves if they have taken the shot, or what they can do if they are out and they are concerned with shedding. So we have spike support. Amazing ingredients in this product, Uh, black cumin seed and dandelion root help to inhibit and neutralize spike protein, natural ingredients. They have other benefits for the body as well. We have um, Irish sea moss in this product. Irish sea moss is loaded with minerals, which helps to repair damage caused from the spike proteins kind of floating around green tea extract. Green tea extract is a natural antioxidant, so it cleans up a lot of the junk and free radicals that are hanging around due to the spikes. Um, We also have um, in this selenium, which is a natural anti-inflammatory. And then the one ingredient that everybody's always talking about lately is the natokinase. Natokinase, we chose to put in this when we developed this formula for its natural fibrinolytic properties. It goes through and breaks down the clots, but we found out the end of last year with a study out of Japan that natto kinase actually helps to degrade and decompose spike proteins. So all these ingredients are in one, Uh, spike support is the name of it. I think people would really benefit having it on hand to either use preventatively or to use um, if you've taken the shot and you're just concerned about any damage caused by those spikes.
1: Fantastic. Now, just real quickly, explain to anybody who didn't hear you last time what is the Wellness Company?
10: Sure, the Wellness Company is a right now virtual, virtual care platform where we have products. It is also a platform where we have services. Uh, we have education. So our our goal is to be set apart from government, which we've seen in in big big medicine. This is a you know, medical freedom kind of uh, location where you can come and see a provider. Now, if you recall during the height of COVID, a lot of people were trying to get certain medications from the pharmacies and there was this really big, you know, wall put up between doctor, pharmacist and patient well these providers are the ones that actually stood on the side and said we're going to write these prescriptions for patients we know these are safe and effective and we know that they can help people with early you know in early treatment so these are the same providers that stood with us and now we have them here at the wellness company and they are actually still saying if you want to have these on hand if you are acutely ill come in and see us and we also have preferred pharmacies our preferred pharmacy is partel pharmacy in las vegas nevada and he's a warrior stood on the front lines never turned anybody away that needed medication to save their life so that's really unique to us we are out there trying still to offer services um we know uh, when we came together we realized there was a need patients with long COVID and patients with adverse reaction from these shots nobody was taking that serious nobody was actually looking at patients and treating them And nobody was looking at those who were suffering and saying, yes, this was due to taking that shot. Let's see what we can do to, you know, do a detox and cleanse and get your body in balance and help you to live healthier. So we have those options for people and our providers are happy to help and see these patients and get them back in balance and in good health.
1: Awesome. So the wellness company, the alternative to, well, big medical industry, that's actually... Where I was going to go next in talking about uh, how you know government involvement in medicine has screwed up medicine or healthcare. It's not healthcare anymore. Anyway, we got a uh, Sarah in Oregon on line one. Welcome, Sarah. Oh, hang on. Uh, I got. Hi, Sarah. <laughs>
11: Hi.
4: <laughs> um, what is your advice on people who are on the autism spectrum, Jennifer, Doctor Van Warmer?
10: Yes sir I, I do I do agree that um, these these um, shots have have added to that for sure and my this is what my um, perception is of this and I'm you know not going through the studies and things you see because I, I don't know if I can trust it but just from what I feel when you get these shots they're full of a lot of toxins, heavy metals that cross the blood-brain barrier and, and get into the brain. And so what happens over time is it causes this, this, what you end up having is autism. You have a disconnect. And there's been a lot of, of videos and things I've seen of parents who have talked about their child was very active and very social. And then after a certain shot a part of the regimen, they noticed their child had become disconnected and disengaged. And so my from my understanding is that it's due to these metals in these shots and then that crosses the blood brain barrier. So I would recommend in your in where you live is to find a naturopath, someone who is not part of big medicine or a direct primary care clinic, definitely do your vetting on these providers, make sure that they're aligned with you and then see about doing some heavy metal detoxes and there's ways you can do it with a child there's it's a much slower process but it can be done and i really recommend that's the first step and then starting to work towards um, eliminating certain foods that exacerbate that that do cross the blood-brain barrier no nothing processed a very clean diet no seed oil um, things like that to just try to help the body heal and, and recover i have read stories of some people who have seen their children. Come out of it um, with the proper nutrition and proper uh, cleansing and detoxing.
1: No,
4: I'm 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 on the I'm on the spectrum myself. So, so I was autistic since
10: birth. Yeah, it might so. be really good to um, see if you can. I mean, I would even come into um, the wellness company. We have a program called Freedom from Pharma where we have wellness pharmacists who work with you to do certain detoxes and cleanses. It's not so much Mm -hmm. just set up to um, eliminate pharmaceuticals from your life, but if you want to talk to those who have experience and good information, they will help you figure out a good plan and see if that detoxing helps or changing your nutrition, different things like that that might help you not have to um, suffer as much as you are right now. Yeah. Autism
4: doesn't define a person. It's just no. a state of a state of mind.
10: Thank you for taking the call and talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you, Sarah.
1: Thanks, Sarah. We love Sarah here on the show. Sarah's Sarah's a, a warrior for the program. Mm-hmm. She is always out sharing all of our content on all of the social medias and stuff like that. So we love Sarah. That's great. Um you mentioned about avoiding processed foods. I just saw a study recently that um the average American adult diet was over fifty percent processed food, and the, the, when you went and you looked at adolescents and children, it jumped over sixty percent. I think it was sixty-seven percent processed foods.
3: That's yeah. horrible.
10: Yeah, your your body—we're not created or designed to really break that down all the time, like once in a while i mean having something is okay but think about when you're layering upon layering upon layering and your body's trying to process and clean that out you're actually doing damage to your body and then and then when you need it to function properly it's not going to because it's kind of like sludge it makes it sluggish and things don't happen And then it increases your risk for disease states for problems down the road and we don't want increased inflammation increased acidity in the body because that then can turn into cancer and can turn into other issues. So it all works together to work against you. Um, so it's better to find a way to eat, like back in the days when, you know, grandma and grandpa were cooking meals and you all sat at the table. That's what we need to get back to is, you know, picking it from your own yard and not not having processed food. Um, very little consumption of it. I'm not saying to avoid it altogether, I mean, I enjoy a good sweet now and then or some chips and things like that, but I limit how much I actually, how how much I actually eat.
1: I think everybody knows that, you know, what they call whole foods um, are are healthiest. Uh, It's not easy. It's uh, Mm -hmm. the convenience of the processed food, the quick meal, the, you know, ready-made stuff, the the convenience is, is hard to overcome. And you know, I've recently I, I i eat a lot of the uh, the, the home delivery meal kits. Um, I found one that I like. I have food come to the house and I cook it together myself. And it's, with the exception of you know some seasoning blends and things like that, it's mostly whole foods. Now I don't know the you know is the meat right. treated or antibiotic free or anything like that. I, I I've never looked into that part of it. But you know, it's real vegetables and and real cream and real you know that stuff is real and that's probably the healthiest i've eaten in a really long time uh even when i was working in restaurants i didn't eat healthy because it was you know you you eat standing up when you can and and you eat whatever you can throw together quickly and usually something very high in fat because you wanted the fat to keep going yeah but anyway
10: how do you feel diet how how do you feel eating more whole food do you notice Things are you feeling like how do you feel? I just wondering if for someone no, I, I,
1: I don't notice it, but I think that's because I'm also getting older <laughs> and I started eating healthier as I'm aging. So maybe it's counterbalancing. Maybe and I'm not
10: <laughs> Yeah. Cause I know for myself I, you know, used to be the same way and just you know, especially when I worked in the pharmacy, you don't sometimes get a lunch break. So you're just eating as you're working and just trying to get some food in your body. And so I've noticed for me that since I've changed to picking wholesome food and and eating in a more natural way, I feel the difference. My weight has stabilized, not that I was ever overweight, but it would bump up and down, up and down. I would have to like starve myself to lose like three pounds. And so now my weight stabilized. I'm like, wow. So having a stabilized weight, Better gut, better gut health, I've noticed, too, not eating the processed foods. That I have noticed. And brain, I can think better, eating a better a better meal. I'm not so sluggish, and I don't get that, like, 3 p.m. afternoon where I'm just, like, I want to take a nap because I've had really poor diet for the day. 3 p.m., I still have energy. So these are just things I've noticed, and I think I, I, if maybe if you pay attention, you might see it. You might pay attention and be like, okay, I am noticing some things. It's not so much <laughs> getting old.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh- well, doctor, I, thank you very much for coming on. Um, the It was great timing with Andrea, the caller before you, who who was talking about the vaccines. It was nice to have your opinion about that. That was really, really great timing. I mean, 69, and like 49 of them before age six, which I, I just, that amazes me.
10: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a concern, you know, and actually I will say one thing we offer at the wellness company is, uh, medical exemptions for, for vaccines. And you wouldn't believe how many emails I get from parents that are concerned with a new child or a very young child. And they say, we we don't want to continue this. We, we want to stop this now. Um, and the crazy thing is this. The reason parents are coming to us is mostly because of schools, daycares, preschools, you know, kindergarten. And I don't say this back to them, but I'm going to say it here. You can't send them to those places. Like That's <laughs> like the best thing I can say is that if you don't want your child to fall under the government, you know, a vaccine regimen, you're going to have to find a way to keep your child home in your own care, you know, teach them yourself. You are very capable. Don't let anybody tell you you're not. This is your child. And I, I think that's going to be a shift because a lot of people are so concerned about their child having to get all these vaccines once now, they're doing their research like you are and seeing this high number. I think it's really important. Our, Our providers will gladly meet with a parent and talk about their child, but we cannot just give like a universal exemption to people to just say, oh, we don't want them because of what happened with COVID and what we're seeing. I mean, these doctors are already doing so much for people to ask them to write a universal vaccine exemption. just It's just impossible. So we will help out in any way we can. But it's just really important for people to know you can't just get a universal. I'm never getting another shot again. It's going to take a lifestyle change. You know, it's going to take time to figure out how do we live within this society outside of that. And it's going to take right. a, commu- like I said, a community, local level.
1: Modern version of Amish.
10: Yes, they're my neighbors, and I admire them. <laughs> I have oh, really? them. Yeah, I have them right down the road from my house. Yep. I,
1: now I have to. Now I wonder where you live. I live in the middle of Pennsylvania. They're all around me.
10: Upstate New York. It's country. Oh, very nice it's country where I am. Yeah, they their buggies go by, and um, we've talked to them a little bit, and I really do admire how they can um, live here and not be uh, subjected to the same. You know, kind of lifestyle that that we've been subjected to. They really find a way to to do it, and they keep their children home. They raise their children. They make their own food. They have beautiful gardens. I see in the summer, and I will even mm-hmm. say, I'm I'm on my. I think I might have mentioned this to you last time I was here, but I'm on my town board. I'm a town council member, and I always joke and say the reason I won was I ran unopposed. Uh, the 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 person that was always, you know, there, actually forgot to fill out their paperwork. So I took that seat (laughs) Um, and I'm very thankful I did, but people in the community have come in and actually have you know complained about the Amish in our area because they're they're new for the past couple of years. They they have not been here forever, and I admire them and love having them around. Um, but a lot of the people in the community have been like, well, we don't like that they don't buckle their kids, um, you know, in their buggies. Well, who's going to buckle their kid in a buggy? I mean, it's kind of crazy. Um, and I will say this is where I, people should really do some research. The town board, we can't. I'm happy to do this, but some people are like, can you tell them to do things? And we as a town say, no, they, the exact words were used. They are a sovereign group. Mm -hmm. So if you establish yourself sovereign, you don't have to abide by the rules of the government. You can, you, they come in and say, they, why are they doing this? Why don't they build the code? They don't have to.
1: Right. I have, there's a lot to admire for, for the uh, from the Amish community, uh, Wayne in Texas, we've got less than two minutes.
6: Hi, yes, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, one question I had for the doctor is: uh, uh, if a child was, uh, if the mother was pregnant uh, and, and got the COVID shot, and the child was born, maybe some complications. Has there been any uh, studies on that yet, or any particular uh, ways to counteract some of the effects of the spike protein if it's made the, their way into the child?
10: Um, not as a newborn. Um, definitely not as a newborn yet. Um, uh, something we are working at the wellness company because the next round of questions we get is for children. A lot of people are concerned. Um, a, a young baby, I do not know what would be done. Um, I'm concerned, too, with breastfeeding um, because I am a big advocate of breastfeeding. But in this case, the mom has a lot of uh, possible spike proteins. It might be best for her to use um. Dandelion root and black cumin seed oil, use those two products together. And that will help to inhibit and neutralize spike protein so she can breastfeed her baby. Um, then the, um, those ingredients will be in her and can get to the baby and help the baby. That's probably the best recommendation I can give. I don't recommend okay. the spike support for her just because it has natokinase and green tea extract. Green tea has a little caffeine, and the natokinase I just would not recommend for her to use while breastfeeding. But if she could use dandelion. How about a child, and, how about a
6: child two to three years old?
10: Yeah. Um, if they can have a child dose, but I we don't have anything available with, at those doses yet. I'm going to say yet. We're still working on that at the wellness company because we know children really do need some help too. We have a lot of things for adults and the children are lacking right now. So we're, we're working on stuff. So just stay tuned. I'll Thank be back so, so I can share. You're welcome.
1: Yeah. Dr. Jen Vandewater, Uh, from the Wellness Company here, has been kind enough to offer us uh, the fourth Thursday of every month, if I remember my calendar correctly. She'll be back every month to give us updates of what's going on at the Wellness Company. Thank you very much, Doctor.
10: Thank you, Peter. Thank you all. Have a good night.
1: Always a pleasure. Have a great night. And one thing for me, shameless plug, I launched a new t-shirt today, just this morning, one of my favorite t-shirts now you can get it at liberty-lighthouse.com at the store there it is a working like crazy to support the lazy t-shirt because you know it's fun um it's less than 20 dollars. liberty-lighthouse.com store and uh yeah anyway, that's where we are Always a pleasure to have Dr. Jen Vanderwater. Thank you very much. Visit her company, TWC. As soon as you have a chance. It is uh it's break time. I think I hear music. Mike, do I hear music?
3: <laughs> it's break
1: time. We'll be back in about three minutes for even some of the other federal scam that have been perpetrated upon us. Back in three minutes, my friends. When your wear is
4: good, and more things made in
2: USA It's the least we can do for the red, white, and blue We must take America back We must take America back
7: Don't become dependent on the medical system. Get and stay healthy naturally with extendivite. Metals in the liver cause peroxides to get dumped into the bloodstream. Peroxides do more damage than free radicals to the arteries, and the LDL has no protection from peroxide, causing the LDL to get stuck in the arteries, creating a potential blockage. Extendovite slowly takes the metals away from the liver so it can dispose of meant to be a harmless product. Seven Herbs has a job to strengthen the organs and circulatory highway. Can you afford a heart attack? Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just 69 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's one 877 Or visit Extend your life.
12: Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. as a lesbian. This concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to thousands of people every month sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from libertystickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. Com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth of our politicians and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at libertystickers.com. Again, that's libertystickers.com.
13: Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available, and as handy as flipping a switch terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being to read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want go to naturalearthmedicine.com that's naturalearthmedicine.com
0: this is rbn the republic broadcasting network
2: we must eat man
1: hey it's the top of the second hour of the national intel report live for March 23rd 2023 Thursday March 23rd I'm your Thursday host Peter Seraphine. remember that free speech is not free for, please uh support free speech networks wherever you find them and uh, donate buy their merchandise do whatever you can do because We got to keep free speech alive because that's what keeps our country alive. Anyway, before I move on from education, before Doctor Vandewater, the last segment, I was talking about education, and I was talking about the scam that has become our education system. And the reason that was top of mind for me was a was an article that I didn't even get to, and that was Michigan's Grand Valley State University, which is holding several separate commencement ceremonies dividing people by race and color and sexual preference so if you're black you get your own graduation ceremony and if you're part of the lgbtq community you get your own graduation ceremony um if you're american indian or indigenous you get your own graduation ceremony wasn't there this whole civil rights movement thing where we eliminated segregation
3: you know separate but equal that that was a thing in this country that well we grew past it we, we actually dropped the separate and kept the equal but now we're going back to segregation in graduation ceremonies which is really
1: funny because like was it 3 4 years ago when i wrote my first book progress really um i mentioned it in there because the idea of separate graduation ceremonies had already come up so here it is 4 years later and another college is doing it and for some reason this time it's making
3: big news just trying to point out how a head of the curve i really am just kidding this is a problem
1: and if i don't want to go to the well it was the democrats that supported slavery, and it was the democrats that wanted segregation and now it's the democrats that are bringing segregation back although that's all true
3: it's a little beside the point in my opinion in my opinion it's about education
1: we didn't teach these young wokesters the evils of segregation. Obviously, we didn't. If we had taught them the evils of segregation, they wouldn't be doing it
3: themselves on purpose. Right? Am am I missing something? That's, I'm confused by all of it. So one of the uh, moving on
1: I guess is where I'm going
3: um we wanted one of the the more
1: popular topics here on Republic broadcasting network is the monetary scam that we currently live in live under live with
3: you know the the federal reserve, the fiat currency the uh Personally, I think the mortgages, the way they're manipulated and regulated is
1: part of the scam. Hence the, the 2008 housing crisis, like I mentioned with, with the good doctor in the last segment. You know, the, the government stepped in and said, you've got to be more equitable when you're giving out mortgages. And then, of course, there was complete collapse because we were giving mortgages to people that couldn't afford them. See, when when banks are, well, left alone and they make decisions based on, you know, facts and and risk factors and things like that, we didn't have a housing crisis. But when the federal government steps in and says, no, well, you got to do it this way, then we have a, a housing crisis.
3: Coincidence? I think not. And uh, you know, and then you got you know fractional reserve banking, which uh,
1: just a waste. I don't understand why anybody ever thought that was a good idea. But but now the big push is digital currency, right? And there's a lot of you out there listening that are going to say, "Well, I'm never going to go to digital currency. They can control everything if I go to digital currency." Um, stop and think about it. How much of your cash do you actually see now? I mean, do you have your your paycheck direct deposited into one of the big four banks and then use your debit card everywhere you go, whenever you need to spend money, like automatically pay
3: your bills through your banking app. I do a lot of those things. I rarely see cash. We're
1: pretty close to a digital currency today. I mean, think about it. Digital currency, the whole idea, it's issued by the government, which is what our little Paper federal reserve notes are um it, it it has no physical backing
3: uh which is like our little paper federal reserve notes that we have now government control over it
1: well that's what we have now i mean the government is constantly trying to control our money that's the whole purpose of the federal reserve as stated on their own website
3: it's crazy our currency that we use today those little
1: greenbacks they're not really that different than what we already have and then add in the fact that all these credit card companies and banks are willing to you know kiss the butt of government and give them whatever information they want without a warrant was it u.s bank is now creating a special code for when you spend money someplace that happens to sell firearms? Well, it doesn't take, you know, you don't have to be Karnak the Magnificent to see that coming, where that's gonna go. Next, it's gonna be special codes for firearms and then special codes for types of firearms. And oh, by the way, somebody somewhere in government is gonna be keeping track of all of that. You're gonna end up on
3: another list. yeah like i'm not already on lists
1: i wrote a book that says so simple even a politician can understand if and i happen to know that one of you lovely listeners out there bought multiple copies and mailed them
3: to all the washington dc leadership pretty sure i'm already on a list So what's, what do we do about the whole monetary thing, right? So there's a lot of you out
1: there who are, well, you got to become a sovereign citizen and stop paying income tax. Okay,
3: so you stop paying income tax, but you, you're still paying corporate tax on everything that you buy. You know,
1: there's layers and layers and layers of,
3: of corporate income tax in, in everything.
1: There's no way to completely decouple your money from
3: our federal government, even if you stop paying income tax. Now we got the federal government, and they're going to. There's
1: going to be a crash of some type. I don't know if it's going to be another banking failure or multiple more banking failures. You know, we've got a couple of bank collapses recently. I don't, or it could be a, another big housing crisis that causes bank problems. There's going to be another financial crisis. That is going to be the impetus for our big
3: brother friends of the federal government to try to institute the digital currency. And, of course, once it's digital, once it's there, once it exists,
1: they're going to put out all these wonderful benefits and incentives as to why you should go to the digital system. At first, it'll be, well, we'll give you 5% more if you go to the digital system. We'll, we'll give you a discount on your taxes. We'll do this. There'll, there'll be incentive that make it appealing to those not paying attention. And then eventually it'll be like, all right, your greenbacks are no good anymore. Once, they get, once they've enticed enough people in, the majority of sheeple that go along with it,
3: then the then they'll just turn off the greenbacks and oh paper money's no good anymore. You gotta use the digital system. And then of course with the digital system comes the tracking and the control.
1: We all know that, right? With the digital systems comes the government not only knowing where you spend every penny, how you spend every penny, but comes the control of being able to turn it off or
3: turn it on. You went to a, I don't know, you went to a Trump rally and cut your money off. Oh, you gave to Greenpeace. We'll give you a little,
1: little tweak, a little extra, or I'm sorry, but you're not allowed to spend more than 10% of your income on food or more than 15% on housing or, oh, you're not allowed to buy a gun
3: this is this would all be done by a couple of keystrokes boom can't buy guns anymore through the digital currency so how do we stop that what do we do to completely stop it i don't know i do know um buy coin like real coin like gold and silver coin and it doesn't have to be the you know
1: the collectible ones you can get the the, you know stamped rounds that aren't really like legal currency they're just you know an ounce of
3: silver or whatever i have some but i don't have enough when the system collapses that's what we're going to go back to and the system will collapse History has told us it's going to happen. It happens over and over again. The easiest
1: comparison, of course, is ancient Rome. The denarii, denarius, I don't remember which one's singular and which one's plural. The denarius you know, started out being like 90% silver, like, like American coins used to be. But by the fall of the Roman Empire, there was barely any silver in
3: them at all. Uh, like American coins are now. There's no silver in a quarter anymore. It's worthless. Just like in Rome. The collapse is coming. So how do you prepare? You get your, you know, you become a prepper for one.
1: You don't have to be a crazy over the top prepper, but You should have something. Have a little bit of
3: backup food supply. Have your guns and ammo to protect yourself and your family. Hunt if need be. Get some coins. Get some coins that you can use for bartering. You know what else makes good bartering? Alcohol and tobacco.
1: I don't even think it has to be good alcohol. You can go to the store and buy the
3: cheapest vodka that's there. When the when the system collapses, nobody's gonna care. But alcohol and tobacco, that's that's probably gonna be the
1: the first tools of bartering when the system collapses, in my humble opinion.
3: So the entire financial system we have today is a scam. And and they've proven it to us. They can print whatever they want, whenever they want, but yet they still collect our taxes. Why do they need taxes if they can just print whatever they want, whenever they want?
1: Like 80 or 90% of all the money that's ever been printed and created in the United States has been created within the last couple of years.
3: That is a recipe for complete and utter collapse. Get ready. It's coming. What about the the medical health care scam? We had Dr. Van de Water on last hour, and
1: we kind of touched on some of this. It's not health care anymore. Since government got involved, it's not about health care. Now it's
3: pharma care. It's illness care. It's like standardized treatment at best. Very few doctors are out there trying to keep you healthy. The doctors that
1: are out there that went through the modern education system,
3: through the modern medical school, they're just writing pills, scripts. Oh, your foot hurts? Here, take this. There's nothing wellness or health care about that.
1: this one kind of overlaps a little bit. This gets into the whole big government of, well, what about the sugar subsidies?
3: Our federal government gives ridiculous amounts of money to the sugar industry. So sugar is pretty cheap. And because sugar is cheap, Sugar is used in everything, every, I don't think there's a bit of processed food out there that doesn't have sugar
1: in it. Even things you look at and think, well, it shouldn't have sugar, it's got sugar. They use sugar as a preservative. They use sugar as, you know, as the seasoning to add sweetness. They use sugar. For all kinds for texture purposes, for browning purposes. So when you go to cook something, it browns up
3: nice, it caramelizes. There's sugar in everything. And sugar without the
1: refined sugar, refined white sugar that we have today, which is sugar without the corresponding
3: fiber, or bran or whatever it's called on the out, you know, your body has no use for it. It's it's to
1: use the old-fashioned term, it's not only is it just empty calories, but it, it's triggering the addiction centers in your brain. So
3: the more sugar you you get, the more sugar you want, and there's sugar in everything. But your doctor doesn't talk about that, does he? Or she? Not unless you're diabetic, and then they say, you know, cut sugar out, but they don't they don't go to the
1: point they don't bring up that there's sugar in all of
3: the processed foods, like even your your steak and potato TV dinner is loaded with sugar. But doc doesn't tell you that. doc's not there for health care anymore, and our government. Well, I mean, they come out, I mean, we all remember
1: if you're, if you're my age, if you grew up in the eighties, you remember the, you know, the Saturday morning cartoons where there was the, you know, the, the, the little, I can't remember what they were called, but the little, uh, little kind of like schoolhouse rock commercials, little shorts, little cartoon shorts that played in between the commercials that had things like have a big old hunk of cheese instead of, you know, empty calories of potato chips. But then 10 years later, they're telling us, oh, cheese is bad. You know, dairy, oh, that's, that's not good for you.
3: Or, or the TV commercials for the incredible edible egg, right? I grew up believing that that the egg was pretty close to the perfect food.
1: And then they told me, oh, no, eggs are loaded with cholesterol, and cholesterol will kill you. And then it became well the egg white is okay but the egg yolk is bad
3: you can only eat the whites and now we're kind of back to the eggs are all right and this is all because our government's involved our government is making these recommendations and they change them constantly and nobody calls them on it how about the food pyramid the latest food pyramid
1: is completely flipped on its head from what it was when I was growing up. It's like the South Park episode when they did that. You remember that? If you've never seen that South Park episode where they flipped the food pyramid upside down, that's some funny
3: stuff because it came out like five or 10 years ago. And of course, now they actually did it. This is your government. This is. The scam of these people that just want to keep their jobs. They just want to keep their power and their jobs. of Jobs of being involved in things that our federal government has no business being involved in. The, I think, man. I don't know. I, I was going to go on to the next one, but I think I'm going to take a quick breath
1: and uh, run one of these little ad diggies while I breathe. I'm proud to be partnering with Cedar Mill Fine Firearms. Cedar Mill Fine Firearms does some of the coolest firearms cases you'll find anywhere. Have you ever wanted to carry your AR-15 discreetly? How about a rifle case that looks like a guitar case until you open it up? Go to cedarmillfirearms.com and use the code lighthouse the next time you're looking for a cleaning kit or a case to carry your firearms. That's cedarmillfirearms.com and
3: use the code lighthouse. I needed that breath because I wanted to go into, well, the environmental
1: green energy scam. Now, I know I spent a lot of time on this a couple of weeks or a couple months ago, I don't remember.
3: But it's it's hitting
1: the news again. It's probably gonna keep hitting the news as long as Resident Biden is there and keeps trying to shove the the Green New Deal into well everything. See it's in the news right now because Resident Biden did his first veto and his first veto was against a, a
3: Republican-sponsored bill, but bipartisan support for this Republican-sponsored bill, that, um, well, it said the, the federal rep- retirement managers shouldn't be using ESG, environmental, social and governance, to figure out how to, to do retirement investments. See, to me,
1: if they want to use that as one of the many factors, then okay, maybe they should be allowed to do that. I'm, I'm not big in government mandating one way or another, saying you can or can't do this thing. If, it's, if the ESG of a company is one of the many factors involved in deciding whether or not to invest in that company, that's fine.
3: But see, Biden recently put forth a an executive order that required these managers, these fund managers, to use ESG in their investment prospectus. So the, the Republican legislation
1: or the Republican bill that Biden just vetoed was a response to
3: Biden's shoving ESG into retirement shouldn't be doing that but it was response and of course Biden vetoed it and that brings all of this environmental
1: stuff into the news again we only have like a minute before the break so Laura in Michigan on line one please hold on until after the break and we'll get to you I promise but the entire green energy movement, environmental catastrophe, fear porn artists, they've totally gone to the boy who cried wolf garbage. They've used fear for 50 years and they haven't been right with a single prediction. Hopefully, you know, hopefully they continue to be wrong. Here's back. 3 minute commercial break. Be back on the other side we'll get to your phone calls.
0: homeowners are you in foreclosure expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction a huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective state laws and the u.s supreme court have upheld a defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home call toll free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT that's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today in times
5: like these you can't depend on the government to keep you warm and fed but you can depend on the Vermont Bun Baker to do just that with a Vermont Bun Baker you'll never be in a situation where you can't cook bake fry boil water or heat your home all at the same time One of the most revolutionary cook stoves wood stoves ever the vermont bun baker is available with or without soapstone veneer a natural stone that retains heat and radiates it back into the room once the fire is out a beautiful addition to your home The Vermont Bun Baker has an efficiency rating well above 75% and qualifies for the Wood Stove tax credit. For more information, watch the Vermont Bun Baker on YouTube and live stream or visit us at www.vermontwoodstove.com. You can also reach us by calling one 866 Soapstone. do not ever be hungry or cold because the power's gone out. With a Vermont Bun Baker, all you have to worry about is what's for dinner.
13: Or call us.
7: 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3.
1: Hey, welcome back. It's the final segment of tonight's episode of the National Intel Report. We got Laura in Michigan on line one. Welcome to the show, Laura.
8: Hi, Peter.
1: I How want to make. Sure.
8: I was. I'm just going to comment on something you said earlier in the show. You okay. said that segregation was evil. Is that correct?
1: I did. The way it was done back then, yeah.
8: Oh, I thought you were talking about now, Grand Valley State. Oh no! I think people should have the freedom to segregate in whatever group they want to be in.
1: Right. I, I agree with that. If forced, you, want, you, you can associate, you know, freedom of association. If you choose to associate with, you know, people of your own skin right. or whatever, that's fine. And
8: I'll bet you they asked to get separated. I agree. At Grand Valley. I, I, so then I they should. The there's point, nothing evil about it. The
3: forced point
8: that, uh, integration is evil.
1: F- the point I was trying to make is I bet the people that are asking for segregation didn't learn about the evil version of segregation back in the day. If, yes, we have the freedom to associate with whomever we wish, and if we choose to associate with our own kind, that's fine, we have that freedom. But at some point, that usually turns into factions and factions turn into violence.
8: goes all the way back to the Tower of Babel. I mean, look at, they all thought they were going to get together and build a this tower, and God confounded their, their language and separated them and sent them each to their own land. Right. That I means he didn't mean for people to all be together
1: but they sent them to their own land. We're all here in one land in this country. Well, I'm not saying saying that you've got to, you know, affiliate or group with somebody from another country, but you're in this country, the people at these universities that are doing these things, doing the, the, the separate uh, graduation ceremonies and the, and, and other things, you know, the, the safe spaces, but only if you're a colored person. Like, if you're white, you're not allowed into the safe space. All of these, they're they are sowing division. It's the whole keep us divided so that we don't unite against the government plan. Even high
8: schools had proms, you know, separated. And, Black and white proms, you know. Uh-huh. I just, I don't know, I just... I, I just think we have a freedom to be able to separate if we want to. The black
5: people of this so country. I, I
8: wouldn't feel, I wouldn't feel comfortable in a group of perverts. I mean, I'd rather be with white heterosexual Christians. You know.
1: I understand that, but the black people yeah. of this country, you know, went through the whole civil rights movement and the whole struggle to be considered equal, to be accepted into society. And now the woke mob is taking them backwards. Now don't they're asking
8: to be separate,
1: yeah. right? But that's my point: is they're asking yeah. to be separate because they don't know history because they weren't taught, you know, about the struggle, the fight, I'm, what it's about. I'm
8: done. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. Yeah. Order and dinner? I just need to talk to somebody else for a second. <laughs> uh, but I just uh I just think that uh, we gotta be careful about that. We'll end up with forced integration of people who we don't wanna be with.
1: But shouldn't there be one graduation ceremony? If there's multiple graduation ceremony, who's to stop you know, a potential employer from saying, oh, well, well, you you didn't go to the main graduation ceremony, you went to this other one. Well, that doesn't really count. I don't
8: think they'd even know about that. As long as they got the paper, the diploma, that should be enough for any
1: employer. Oh, and so one graduation should be enough for any person. I just my the whole point and why I brought it up was was just the lack of education the 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 wokeness that is out there is going backwards in many ways and that is just one glaring obvious example where you know they're they're undoing what has been fought for it's just like the feminist movement which has gone completely silent about the transgendered women that are destroying women's sports and therefore destroying the entire feminist movement that created the women's sports
8: yeah i agree with that yeah where are they you know
1: yeah that was my where point are they not
8: helping the girls out and
1: there are, i i think there are mean? more straight white men i.e dads that are outraged about, about the transgendered women ruining women's sports than there are anybody else. I think dads are standing up and saying, you're not going to ruin this sport for my daughter.
8: Right. I know I had two granddaughter swimmers, you know.
1: And they wouldn't want to put up with that. And they shouldn't have to. No. What was Leah Thomas the here in my lovely state of Pennsylvania? Leah Thomas was ranked like what? 380 when he was a men's swimmer. I'm right, right. I don't remember the number. Don't quote me on that. Nobody get me emails and saying I was wrong about the number. He was not, he was not highly ranked as a man swimmer, but then he he became a transgender woman swimmer and he broke like every record he swam against. Right. But anybody who stood up and spoke out against it, his. You know, his teammates that stood up and spoke out against but they were ridiculed and shunned and shamed and all that kind of stuff. Nobody, you know, reality doesn't exist anymore.
8: I'd be embarrassed if I was his parents. He, he's swimming against women. I wouldn't, you know, I'd be embarrassed there. I would, I Say agree. How, you can't, I wouldn't would let him do it. You know, I, I just, I was outspoken all the time. Remember when those boys were wearing their pants halfway down their butts? <laughs> yeah. When I saw it, I would say, pull up your pants and be a white man. Come on. <laughs> and my husband would say, my, Laura, you're going to get me in trouble one of these days.
1: <laughs> my my pants that's are always mis- falling. parents
8: let him out of the house like that. He needs somebody to tell him.
1: Yeah. My pants are always falling now, too. But that's because I've become an old white man and my butt disappeared. There's nothing to hold them up
8: anymore. (laughs) Thank you very much for your
1: call, Laura. I got to get to Patrick.
8: Okay. Thank you.
1: Have a good night. Patrick in Texas, line three. Welcome to the show.
6: Yeah. um, This was all set up in stages. Just like everything else I do, the the, the Revolutionary War. That was the, uh, you know, that was a. you know, they brought in uh, Rothschild brought in Hudson mercenaries. You know the, the 1812. You know they, uh, they 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 burned all the archives, the give of our history. Civil War. You know they, they brought in the uh, termite fleet into Charleston to provoke some kind of response. It was it was uh, so obvious. And the same thing they built up to this uh, to this integration here, where the uh, Plessy versus Ferguson, where the uh, they deliberately set up. Where the, this half black guy was put on a train, which is controlled by the most railroads are by, by the Rothschild, owned by Rothschild indirectly, and uh, they uh, they got their their Pinkertons, which is their own little private uh, 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 police force, to instigate a, a situation. They brought that up there. Berk, Plessy versus Ferguson. The judge Ferguson said equal but separate. You know, that's right. his hands of the deal. Yeah. And uh, that, that went into uh, Brown versus the Board of Education. They just take it up in increments. And they finally got what they wanted. And then you know, the Supreme Court, which was all stacked always, they they ruled, you know, that, that you now the Board, Brown versus the Board of Education, that all the schools now, because it's unfair, you know, the whites are getting better education. And they forced integration you know, in 1955, 1954. 1955, um, Eisenhower, the known professionally in school, was a terrible Swiss Jew, and uh, killed 1.2 million people, starving them to the death, wouldn't let Red Cross. He charming. And uh, so he, he brought in the, the 81st Airborne, you know, and fixed bayonets and, uh, and uh, forced these, these children into the school. Of the and whatever happened to states rights, you know, the governor is the one to try to stop that. They just ran right over everybody. See, that's what happens whenever you get that under federal control. You know, uh, they, they've they've uh, they've over they, they exceeded the states now because it's under federal control. This is a board of education. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's just one step after another. And uh, that first caller, she was really, really hot. hot. And uh, there were some good people like, you know, JFK. You know, says, we have in our society, you know, uh, monolithic, uh, you know, vast resources that bring together, you know, vast, and uh, they fight by um, uh, guerrillas by night, armies by day. He gave us the whole thing, but we didn't, you know, uh, we didn't quite grasp uh, how deep it was because we're being kept in the dark. And uh, there's uh, like uh, MacArthur, he, he actually puked trying to talk to his FDR. He was trying to you know, to kill off all, you know, all the white soldiers and making them go through these one island after another. And, you know, and he sure just went right around. went right into Japan. What he wanted to do, he and he was a brilliant general. He went into Korea. done a beautiful job. You know, and he and he was going. He was going to come back into America and and, and clean out all the communists. And uh, he had nobody in D.C. that would even talk to him. They're all completely controlled and bought. And uh, so, you know, there's, but there's a bit of you, you know, MacArthur, uh, Patton finally got it. Uh, and, uh, you know, and the JFK, of course. And uh, they got Patton, they got JFK. And they just, you know, basically just stonewalled uh, McArthur. He was too, too powerful to take him out. But, uh, you know, we're, 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 you know the, uh, oh, they control us. Just queue along and stuff like that. Keep us distracted. You know, trust the plan. Don't do anything. Well, God, the White House got it. huh? You know, there's totally, you know, uh, sooner or later, we've we'll, we'll got to, you know, uh, our, our, our leaders have got to take, you know, set the direction and we go back to the militia. The militia should be to the general population and the assemblies, the people. The government has nothing to do. It's under the assembly. And, uh, and they took it with uh, the Dick Act and put it under the, the National Guard and took it away from us. They had no right to do that. Yeah, well, but they, wasn't, they over wasn't and
1: over. It, wasn't it Mason yeah. who uh, who defined the militia as uh, basically every able-bodied person, except for a few elected officials? I think no, was- George
6: Mason, maybe I don't, I, I don't. So. Uh, but uh, 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 but, I, but you know they are uh, Jefferson. He took, uh, you know, like uh, 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 Alexander Hamilton, made him start of the first annual army and put him, points up the head, and he threatened the South to come out and shut him up. And, uh, and, and John Adams, so who are you, Napoleon? Jefferson, the next president, he mothballed the Navy, gave all the duties, the shore patrol, to the militia. And, uh, you know, and, uh, he's pigs slipping all over the place, you know. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, uh, he didn't get no credit for that, but. Uh, that was a, you know, that's a guy that, that you know, tried to keep it straight. And, uh, uh, and they, it was just, uh, so they finally got rid of him. And the, the historians say that was Jeffersonian democracy, and then they got Lincolnian democracy, you know, which is was, was, was the biggest shift you could possibly Communism, you know, and uh, so they finally got, got their way. And uh, sooner or later, I don't know, you know, these the voting don't work. We got to get back to our to our, to our to our to our basics and get and understand the militia is us and who we are and all that stuff because I, we we can't trust them. That's I completely
1: agree. That. The militia is us, and yep. anybody who calls what we have now Jeffersonian democracy has obviously no idea what Jefferson really wanted from our country. Um, when you talk about the militia being us, though, the one thing that bothers me. And I was really bothered when, you know, when there was the, what was it, three months of of riots, the, the summer of love that in, uh, was that 2020, the summer of 2020, when, when public buildings, courthouses, police stations, all of these public buildings were being attacked.
6: Ferguson, Baltimore.
1: Yeah. Where, where were the militias? Where, they, they exist. I mean, here I live in Pennsylvania. The biggest one here is the Pennsylvania Lightfoot militia. Um,
6: They've been terrorized. You know, it's like you know when uh, Oklahoma City—that's who they went after. That thing was to take out the militia. Now, Oklahoma's leading a seven-state organization against the federal government. They're the ones that showed up at the Bundy ranch. It was mostly Oklahoma militia. Uh, in the, in, they got, they were, they were forced underground because they had the federal government team after them with this fake false flag with uh, Timothy and Tim Bay. And Tim and
3: Tim and Tim. Right.
1: Well, any militia that that even tries to organize and. And once once they hit the radar, they're they're immediately painted as you know, right wing, crazy, nut job terrorist organizations. Like it's yep. it's almost impossible to have a militia today and get honor and respect from the people around you because, because of the media hyping it up to be something that it's not.
6: Right. So exactly. how exactly
1: how, how do we get past you know, that? So, so militias think, uh, have this, Cole, this really bad image now. How do we get Karl past Marks,
6: that? Karl Marx had
1: it easy. As much as I detest the
6: test guy, he said, you know, a, a people that does not know their history is easily persuaded. And we, we've lost our history because they deliberately erased it with the Carnegie and Rockefeller education library system and the media. There's a tonal control. And we, all that together you know is it, it means we got we got zero uh heritage that we can back up on and, uh, and but we we have the we have a beautiful heritage behind us you know you can go, you know no matter how far you want to go back we, we've always been a, a great you know society you know we're not uh, they try to paint us with all these bad things about you know we're much rich imperialists, uh, slave owners no 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 no, no. You know, the uh, we were we we're the ones that were the English were you know were actually trying were stopping slave ships, and, uh, and, and you know, we and Jefferson uh, banned slavery. We, right. we were it would have it would have died off.
1: Anybody who looks at slavery as a uniquely American evil clearly doesn't know history and should just open their eyes to the rest of the world. There are, what is it, 195 countries on the planet or something like that? Like 160 of them either allow or condone or just look the other way when it comes to slavery. It's still going on. It absolutely is. It's still going on all over the place. So anybody who's out there saying that, you know, we need to pay reparations in the United States for the evils that we call, shut your mouth and go to one of these other countries and do something about it there.
6: I think Cassius Clay said it, you know, thank God, I, you know, my, my, my folks got on the, on a ship, they come to America, you know, a slave ship to America. me <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: I'll, let you go, man? Take
6: care. I'll, I'll
1: have to see if I can find that audio. That would be great to have. Thank you very much for your call. But, okay, so, I don't know. Before we move on, uh, don't forget, I launched Liberty Lighthouse Wellness. It's my own brand of supplements. Right now, there's only five products there. I'm probably gonna get more, but my favorite of the five is the quercetin plus zinc. It's it's uh, just what you need, what your body needs to fight the next virus that's gonna come your way. Whether it's actually an engineered virus or a naturally occurring one, zinc is what you need, and quercetin is how you get it in your cells. So, Quercetin plus Zinc, find it at liberty-lighthouse.com in the store. Uh, Misty in Kansas, line one. Welcome to the show, Misty.
11: Well, hi, Peter for President.
1: How you doing?
11: I'm doing good. Well, you were talking about the militia, and you're going about, you know, the way I see this country going is first and foremost there are so many uh illegals to be quite honest from every other country you can't have a nation if you don't have a people and i agree with you where we're going backwards
3: yeah right
1: is it, is it michael and Savage? i is it, Michael Savage that, is it Michael Savage that does the uh, Borders, Language, and Culture? I think it's Michael Savage. He had a book, Borders, Language, and Culture. It's like those are the three things that you need to have a nation.
11: Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, the way I'm looking at this is that what's happening here in America, we're going to end up tribing up. Yep. You know what I'm saying?
1: I could see that. Like yeah.
11: mind that that's not segregation. That is like mind people, no matter what your color is, what your, you know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, it's if kind you of what's can going contr- on now.
1: you got Pardon? hundreds of, it's, it's kind of already happening. We've got hundreds of thousands of people fleeing the completely woke leftist states and heading to the oh, red yes. states on the map.
11: Oh yeah, but you know how sneaky them people are. Look, Oregon used to be a beautiful state. What happened? Huh? All the Californians moved up there, like Colorado. It's a, Colorado used to be a uh, uh, Heck, I lived there in the 80s and uh you know, it's, it, it, they infiltrate. Uh, anyway, all what I'm going to say is I do believe what's going to happen is we are going to form our own tribes. And uh, talking about the militia, the way I look at that, too, is that uh, everybody goes, where's the militia? Uh, American people... I don't believe, we're just waiting for them to throw, you know, you got to be patient. I mean, I think it's going to have to come to our front doors as a community to be able to stand up together as one people, Americans, American nationals, and protect what we have. I believe that's the way they're steering this to go. I, don't
1: know. I, I think it did come to the front doors of a lot of people. And like I said, you know, the, the Summer of Love, the George Floyd riots, you know, three months of, of carnage all over the country.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and we watched police stations and courthouses and federal courthouses being attacked That's where I think the militia should have stepped in. You know, I'm not a big fan of of militias out there, you know, just doing law enforcement or anything like that. But when you're attacking a federal courthouse, that's a problem.
11: Well, but what you're saying is exactly, you're saying it's, it's, Read the, what is the second article? Uh, oh, goodness. I got the ninth in my head. The, the militia, I, I don't, I think people look at that like, all oh, people aren't going to do that. People aren't, look at these people. I think how the militia the militia is going to uh to exist again is when that community those people decide to go uh uh-uh. uh power in numbers you see what I'm saying right yeah. now people seem to want to go okay let's all get together that's organized if you it's a well regulated militia mm-hmm. that's a totally two different words organized and regulated
1: no i agree i and i looked at when i started uh, being coming politically active i looked at the pennsylvania lightfoot militia here in in my home state and and thought about sign it up join it in and and to be quite honest it was it was quite a commitment both financially and time and i just went man eh, I, I don't i can't give that much right now
11: oh um, by the way it was james madison
1: oh, was it madison yeah
11: yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay I well peter i'll, I I'll let Masons you get some more callers
1: i get my mason and madison quotes mixed up sometimes just because i know of that's the right beginning of m's I don't but thank know. you very much.
11: Dude. Okay, Peter. Talk to you soon.
1: Have a good night.
11: Thank you honey.
1: Bye. I, I forgot where we were. Oh, we we're I, I mean, we we're talking about the militia because of, you know, just all the nonsense. And you know, Misty's right. It is going to come down to tribalism. We're we're already there in. You know, in the news media, there's the, the left media and the right media. There's really is no middle ground media. We're getting there with the states. We got people fleeing California and New York and heading to Texas and Florida. The whole you know, the national divorce idea is kind of silly, but that's that's the direction that we're headed. Is is the tribalism that will probably destroy the country at some point. But the previous caller, Patrick talking about the states we gave up our rights as states the federal government has taken over pretty much everything and our state leadership just rolled over and allowed it to happen so now instead of the small limited power federal government that was imagined and and instituted you know the jeffersonian democracy as it's known we we have we have a totalitarian machine out of Washington, D.C. that controls everything and everybody and everything about us. We, they control our lives in ways that they really shouldn't. No government should, let alone Washington, D.C. Like Reagan said, you know, the, the, the distant, far-off capital thinks they can control our lives better than we can do it ourselves. And they they tell us that all the time. Just yesterday, I believe it was, in a hearing about school choice, an elected, federally elected official saying that you and I, parents, we can't choose what schools our kids go to. We might make the wrong decision. But the people in the federal government, they would never do that. They they'd never make the wrong decision and then just double down and pile on top and make it worse, would they? Well, that's how they do everything. Thank you very much for listening. If you're listening live on the public podcasting network, stay tuned for an Edge of Darkness, which I've Thank you to uh, Dr. Jen Vanderwater for joining us this evening. Thank you, Mike, the producer. Couldn't do the show without you. Thank you, callers and listeners. You're why we do this. Until next week, protect your liberties. Once they're gone, there's no getting them back. God bless America. <laughs>
2: More things made in USA. It's the least we can do. For the red, white, and blue. We must take
4: America back.
2: We must take America back.